Welcome, you're now listening to Get Out of Your Own Way Podcast, episode 18. I'm your host, Tim Davidson. As always, appreciate the feedback from my prior episode. It's meant for marriage. And a couple of comments that stood out that came in for that particular episode that I'm going to go over right now. One person said, I think majority of people have sex before they are ever married, end quote. And yeah, that's accurate. That is accurate. I mean, when you think of the world as a whole, when you think of all the babies out of, that come from wedlock, um, that is absolutely accurate. I would probably say 70% or so of kids come out of wedlock. That's, that's that's unofficial. I actually didn't look up that number. Um, but if I had to take an educated guess, I would say somewhere around that ballpark. And it's sad. You know, it, it is sad. Um, physical intimacy is something that God made for man and his wife and a wife and her husband. You know, but the fact of the matter is, is the world is, that we live in is, is so dark and so perverse that things are the way they are because of that. And and I'm no stranger to that. I'm absolutely no stranger to that. And I'm, I'll be the first one to say it on each and every episode. Um, and the idea of this podcast, the reason why I started, started it, is because to give encouragement to my fellow man and woman, because we all need encouragement and this is a self-improvement podcast so it's like I'm not here to slander any of my fellow men or fellow women but to give advice give encouragement and to lift people up um, point people out to uh, 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 recognize that they are or show them the error of their ways if you will that is, that is what the purpose of this podcast is. You know, when I think about my fellow men who just look at women as sex objects and nothing more. You know, but at the same time, we talk about equality and we want equality, right? That's why I brought that up previously. That's the exact same reason. It's like you can't look at women and say they're only good for one thing. But on the other but, but when you have a conversation with somebody else, you want to talk about equality. Really? I mean that I mean, you could see how things are a little skewed, a little cockamamie in that thinking. But as far as my other last comment goes, Quote, I can tell, or excuse me, I can tell you that that intimacy is so much better with a spouse than a person you casually lay down with, end quote. And I I found that so interesting, but at the same time, I can't empathize because I've never been married. 
Lord willing, someday I will be. But when I see that, I can already feel and sense that in my spirit that absolutely, of course it is. Of course it is. You know, because you're at the highest level of commitment with someone. Opposed to just laying down with somebody that you met a week ago. A month ago. But basically somebody that you don't know at all. Basically, like you have no idea who you're laying down with. Now, granted, some people jump into marriages. It happens probably too often. And they find out things about their spouses that they didn't know beforehand. Before they ever said, I do, when they should have clearly knew something about their spouse. I mean, you should know the person that you're marrying like the back of your hand. You should know all their ups and downs, everything they've been through. Um, and there really shouldn't be any um, any uh, secrets that needs that that need to be talked about before you get married, especially if they have anything to do with their current state or present day, anything from their past that has an impact or an effect on them presently needs definitely needs to be addressed. But I will say that everything from that person's past doesn't need to be spoken of. It's not necessary if it doesn't affect them or you present day, or if it doesn't have a lingering impact of what's going on present day. Like if you have an like if you have an STD, for example, uh, yeah, I would like to think that you would tell your your wife or husband, soon to be wife or husband, about that. I would like to think they probably know about that. I would like to think, but sometimes you never know with people. But my point is, when it comes to physical intimacy, there's a when you're laying down with a person that's not your wife or your husband. There is a very high probability that there are many things about that person you're laying down with that you don't have a clue about. A significant amount more than a person who's actually who's actually married. So that was the purpose of that last episode in a nutshell. Because ultimately, it's like we all strive to be somewhere. We all should have goals once we get older. And I mean, even when you're young, you know, you, you can you can say, hey, you know, like I want to be um, I want to be on be on TV when I get older. I want to be a police officer when I get older. I want to be a fireman when I get older. I want to be a doctor when I get older. So even kids have dreams. But that shouldn't stop as you become an adult and you have aspirations to continue to want to get somewhere and for a lot of people, that's marriage. For a lot of people who aren't married, and just because, you know, you might be 25, 35, 45, 55, 65, it doesn't matter what age you are, you can continue to aspire for things. But with that said, I now bring to everybody the title and topic for episode 18 which was a big deal in the year 2020. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. 
and for I think it's obvious that I should go ahead and say that this is coming from a unbiased black male. And this is just my nickel on said subject and how I feel about everything that has transpired. Now, everything that happened in 2020 with all the all the uh, black people who were slaughtered un- unjustly at the hands of lawmen, these unarmed people that were black and that were, that were slaughtered by police officers. I think the number one thing for me personally that really bothered not only myself, but other people other black people the most is that people want to play dumb and act like it's not ha- it's not happening like it's something new like this is something that's been going on for a very long time before 2020 this is something that's been going on for decades quite frankly the mistreatment of the black community people who are getting gunned down that are unarmed and you have other people who are completely ignorant of this fact or I'd like to really give you the benefit of the doubt to say that you're ignorant and then you you make a statement and say something like yeah all lives matter Duh, all lives matter. But when you say all lives matter, you clearly don't recognize the fact that the black community continues to be slaughtered more than any other ethnicity. They continue to be mistreated other than any other ethnicity. We live in the United States of America. We're supposed to be united. That's the key word there, united. It doesn't matter if you're black, if you're white, if you're Hispanic, if you're Indian, if you're Asian, we're all supposed to be together. But minorities, tend to consistently get the short end of the stick. Never get the benefit of the doubt. Why? Because that's just how foul that this world is that we live in. That's just that's just that's just the way of the world. There's a lot of injustices in the world. Now, I for one I'm not a person who was infuriated, more annoyed than anything else. Because like I said, this has been going on for what seems like forever. I mean, there was like an uproar from the black community, from a lot of the black community in 2020 concerning what was going on in the world with these police officers killing these black people in an unjust way. 
And so when I look back and think about it, though, just growing up, I'm like, man, like I've, I've been I've been seeing this in, in a sad way. It's almost like you get used to it. Like this is just the way it is. You know, and so the entire Black Lives Matter movement, if you will. When I look at that, it's we, we have to be careful as black people, because obviously, yes, we do matter. And yes, other ethnicities matter. But at the same time, there's a focus on black lives in particular at a, at a point in time when all of this is happening. So when you have people that are white saying, yeah, all lives matter and all this other stuff, like, no, y- y'all, you don't get it. You don't get it. It's almost like you're completely oblivious. Anybody who says all lives matter, they're completely obliv- oblivious to what's going on in the world. Like, they're not looking at headlines. They're not watching the news or seeing the slaughterings that are all over the place of these unarmed civilians who happen to be black. So when you, in my personal opinion, when somebody who says all lives matter, you might mean well when you really say that, and I kind of get it, but I can also see how other people would think that you are racist or prejudiced by saying all lives matter. It's almost like, what about me? What about me? My life matters. Of course it does. If you're a white person or a Hispanic person or an Asian person or an Indian or whatever your background is, if you happen to be one of these quote unquote all lives matter people, you don't understand. You don't get it. You simply put, you just don't, you don't get it. You're oblivious to what's going on in the world. You cannot come up with more police killings in 2020 than from the black community that was unjust you can't come up with more black people are at the center of this particular massacring if you will And again, like this is something I've been seeing way past 2020 for years and years and years and years. But suddenly in 2020, it's like there's just a big emphasis for whatever reason. And it's like the Black Lives Matter movement is born. Now, as far as actual Black Lives Matter protesters are concerned or people who are promoting Black Lives Matter, if you want to say that. The black community has to be careful that you don't come off as a reverse racism, racist. Because sometimes if you're consistently shoving it in everybody's face who isn't black, people can also look at the black community like they're a bunch of racists. That's why for me, I stay somewhere in the middle. I support the black community 100%. Of course I do. I'm a black male. But at the same time, I, I realize though that 
we have to be careful. We have to be extremely careful how we push and promote, if you want to even call it promoting. I mean, it's, it's almost like it's a way of life, basically, in the way that some people actually present that. And I'm told, and, and for me, like I said, you know, like I'm all for equality. I want my black people to be treated just as well as white people. And the same can be said for Hispanics, Mexicans, Asians, Indians, Irish, Jews, you name like whatever it is, whatever your background is, everybody, we all should be treated equally. All of us. We shouldn't be treated a different way just because our skin color looks a little different from the next person or from this person. That's how you know we, we just live up in a tour, tour up world. The, I mean, just the world is so cold blooded and, and, and just foul. And I, I really believe that we are in the end times, the last of days, because things seem to be getting worse and worse by the year. But as I get ready to conclude this particular episode, and I think um, of just everybody in general, like I said, I don't care if you're white, I don't care if you're black, Hispanic, Asian, Indian, whatever you are, whatever your ethnicity is, we can all do something to improve this place where we live in. We can all do a little something. We can all be a little more kind to each other. If it's a person that you don't even know, but you just don't like the way they look anyway, why don't you just say something nice to that person? Hey, I like your shoes. Hey, I like your sweater. Go give somebody a high five or a dap, whatever. You know, somebody, you know, just, we can all be better. We can all push to come together as people. So, I mean, I just thank God that I'm able to use a certain platform to try to reach people and to encourage my fellow people, no matter their skin color, to help improve the world that we live in. Do your part. So I appreciate everybody for uh, listening in on this episode. As usual, you can reach me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, my email if you want to continue to do that I'm starting to get less and less responses on my email more so on Twitter um, but uh, other than that the next episode coming up why sex is intoxicating so that's something that I will be discussing and it's kind of a piggyback a little bit off of the prior episode of It's Meant for Marriage. So in a sense, it's kind of like part two coming up. But take care. God bless. And I'll see you guys next week.